0: This episode is brought to you by Audible. Yes, please go to audio.hybendigital.com and get your first 30 days free, which is inclusive of your first book free. I love listening to books on tape, as us old fogies talk about, but essentially recorded books are even better if they're read by the author. I've always got two or three in the queue. Right off the bat, I got one to recommend to you guys. It's got an awesome title and the author actually has this title tattooed on his arm so that when he wakes up every morning, he sees it and it's by Ryan Holiday. H-O-L-I-D-A-Y, it's ego is the enemy. Ego is the enemy. You know, we automatically think that it's the people that are just going full out, charging the hill. You know, these superhero type people that are successful. And he defies that thinking by saying, you know, look, I've got all these stories of all these people who have taken their ego aside right? And pushed it aside, put others first and and succeeded, but we don't hear about them. So here they are. And it's a classic book. I love it. Ego is the Enemy, Ryan Holiday. Just again, go to audio.hybendigital.com, audio.hybendigital.com and uh, get your first 30 days and this book if you want to listen to it for free. Happy Holidays, Rockstar Nation! I got a gift for you. Yes. As a member of this community, which, by the way, we do not charge money for our community. It is a free community, and you are officially anointed into it because you're listening to this show. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, I am giving you 50% off any course on Rebus University for the holidays. Now... Technically, I only got two courses. Um, I've got three others that I'm working on, but I've only got two now. I've got the certified team agent with Jeff Cohn, Omaha, Nebraska, doing close to 700 units a year. Highly, highly intensive course with interviews with every member of his team. And I got a 50% off discount for you and i got uh, any additional team member like if your sign runner or your listing coordinator wants to take the course and get certified on how to help you build your team or find out what their sign runner does or what you know everything about their team they could get a certification for 100 bucks so you can go on and buy seven of them and it's 700 bucks got to be a member of your team, obviously, and that's providing you buy the first one at the half price. I'm going to do the same thing for the certified listing agent course. So if you want to send your listing agents, and this is huge guys, if you want to send any of your buyer agents, your listing agents, whatever agents in your office, you want to send them to get certified to close every listing from eight of the top agents in the world and watch their listing presentations and how they close 90 some percent of every listing appointment they, they go on, it's a hundred bucks. Once you buy the original program at half price, you can give it to them so you can fill out the thing. And and again, it's you wanna sign up 10 people, it's a thousand bucks. You wanna sign up one, it's just a hundred bucks. And that's my gift to you. And then it could be your gift to them people are raving about this program you know we're closing there 150 people that are actually taking this sucker and loving it every review we had on it is five stars it's a high intensive course on listings unlike any other it's a 10-hour course but listen every darn continuing education class you take is probably 10 hours and and this is way way more exciting to watch And uh, be involved in, and and there's quizzes for it and everything. And then we got the same thing coming up with the team. Should be done soon. Not 100% done, but we will let you know and we'll give you a discount code that you can use and your team members could use. All you got to do is go to hybendigital.com backslash Monday. That stands for Cyber Monday. hybendigital.com backslash Monday to claim your holiday coupon. Okay, Rockstar Nation. Boy, I have a great guest today coming from the West Coast outside of San Diego. I have John Lieber from New Leaf Realty, a brand new independent company that John has opened up, and he's doing some neat things. Now, John is a solo agent, got a lot of teams coming on here, guys. And I, I've gotten a bunch of comments from many of you say, hey, you know, get some solo agents, get some agents that are doing this all on their own because I am a solo agent and I want to hear about others. So I did, and uh, John has blessed us, I should say, with his appearance on the show today. So without further ado, John, welcome to Pat Hyman Interviews Real Estate Rockstars.
1: Pat, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: So John, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself so they can get to know you better?
1: Yeah, no problem. So I've had a little bit different background. I was on scholarship, playing golf at San Diego State. I graduated from there in 2003 with a business degree. And then immediately after I went out and played on tour for about five and a half or six years. And I got tired of having no money and being away from home for a long time, you know, during these long stretches. So um, I always knew I wanted to do something in real estate and I ended up getting my agent license and my broker license while while I was on the road. So after my career wrapped up, um, with golf, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to work for a for a commercial brokerage. No one would hire me because it was 2000, end of 2008, and everything was in the tank with the market. So I ended up with a couple of partners going out and flipping houses. And we did that for about a year and a half, two years, when we really didn't have a whole lot of competition with other investors. We were we were making a, uh, you know, a lot of money on these deals, and the margins were great, and th- things were great for a time there. And then everyone seemed to catch on, and the margins just shrunk and shrunk and shrunk. And so I eventually transitioned into just selling real estate.
0: Okay, and that was six years. That was like two thousand eleven or so.
1: Yeah, that was end of two thousand ten. Was about the last flip we did.
0: Okay. So 2011, 12, 13, so five years you've been at this game, and and what would you say, like how many houses do you sell in a 12-month period?
1: I'm selling around 40 houses a year now. Okay. Um, I started, you know, my first year, I think I did, I did nothing the first half of the year. Every single deal fell out of escrow, but I was still positive about it, and then the second half of the year, I think I sold 14, and then it went to maybe 18 the next year, and then 25, and then... 35 and you know now thirty five to forty seems to be the sweet spot for me as a as an independent agent.
0: Okay, great. And and so what would you say your GCI or as I like to say, ECI, Ego Commission Income, what was that? What would that be over a twelve month
1: period? It's between four hundred and four fifty.
0: Okay. And and so the beautiful part about obviously not having a team is the profit margin. What's your profit margin on that four fifty?
1: I make about 75% off of the gross commissions.
0: Okay, cool. So you pull in 300, something like that. So, okay, yeah. cool. So let's talk a little bit about this. First of all, where's your business coming from, John? Where do you get these 40 deals, the, the 40 people that you list or sell?
1: The, well, after I got done doing, uh, doing the flips, I had built some good investor relationships Um, over those couple years. And so, right when I transitioned into just straight sales, I had a couple really good investor clients. And those guys have stuck with me for the last five or six years. And so, probably 15 to 20% of my business is still with those guys. If I find a good deal, it's going to go to one of them. And then I'll I'll relist it for them as well, of course. Probably 50, 60% of my business is past clients and sphere of influence that um, have just come about through the, through the years that I've been in business now. And then the remainder is uh, online advertising. I do, do quite a bit in online advertising and, and generate a lot of leads online.
0: Okay. So let's talk about the online advertising. Give me some specifics. Where, where are you advertising online and how?
1: So our, our, my, my biggest source of online leads has been Zillow. And it's so interesting because I hear so many agents that don't get anything from Zillow. And then I hear the few that get a lot of business from Zillow. And um, and I'm, I'm one of those that know that it works really well.
0: Okay. Give me a class that a third grader can understand on like the five steps to, you know, doing 20 deals a year on Zillow.
1: So... The number one thing, and you can do this before you even start actually paying for advertising, is to build a great profile. And you can think about this from the consumer's perspective. If I'm advertising against somebody that has 50 sales over the last year and 75 reviews and a great profile page, and I've only got... 3 sales and I haven't really bothered to put in any of my reviews or anything else. You can spend as much money as you want, but you're never going to compete against somebody like that. So, you can you can build a great profile for free on their website and get that going before you spend a dime. Um, and when you are ready to put money into advertising on Zillow, the biggest thing is to put yourself into the number 1 or 2 number 1 or number 2 position for whatever zip code you're going to advertise in. If you're, if you're, if your budget's too small, you never show up and you're not going to get remembered if you're only showing up one out of every 10 or 15 or 20 times. So really you got to build the profile and then you just have to go all in and commit to it if you're going to do it.
0: Okay. So what do you put in your profile? You know, do you just fill it with cliches, knowledge, integrity, experience, or, or what do you do? Like, give me some specifics.
1: So I've put in specifics on my on my background. I, you know, there's not many people that that played professional golf, um, so it's unique. And then I've put in, in, in information about my business background and that I've bought and sold and flipped houses personally myself. So it's just it's my it's my it's unique
0: personal. Yeah, it's personal. It's like I kind of like this guy, right? Like like they they might not like you, but they might like you, right? And so. So you're kind of doing like a personal bio, rather than you know an ad with a yeah, bunch of well, taglines.
1: Every, everyone's going to say that that they've got the best team or the best approach to real estate, but you know all you know. So rather than saying you know large or small, I,
0: I sell them all, or or <laughs> you're not, I'm not number one, you are, or some cliche like that. You're basically saying. Here I am, you know, I'm a regular guy. I used to play golf, you know, I went on the tour with, you know, playing golf. I went here, I went to college here, you know, I used to flip. Now I've been doing this. I'm selling 40 houses a year. Yeah. If you like me, here's my cell.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think people have really taken to that. And it's interesting talking through this with you because, you know, it's just interesting to get, to get your perspective on it too, because it is you know it is i do have that unique background and i think it does really uh, resonate with a lot of people they can see that it's that it's real and not just like you said coming up yeah. with a lot of taglines and and safe, and, and,
0: and here's the thing everybody listening has a unique background right We're not, there's not a soul here that's that's listening that's not uh, a different snowflake so you know, I think the key is to just be authentic, you know, and, Mm. and, and open and people will attach to that rather than reading through all the cliches and taglines and, and things like that. And I think that's brilliant. So, so how many reviews do you have now on Zillow?
1: I think I've got around 40 reviews.
0: And how do you get your clients to review you? And when, what time I've had different people say, Hey, you know, you know, you do it when you list it or you do it, you know, the day of settlement or you do it, you know, once they get clear to close, what's your opinion on the best time and the best script or dialogue to use in getting a review?
1: You know, most of my, my clients I've really connected with and I've become friends with a lot of them. And so Say the biggest thing is just not waiting too long. I don't think there's an ideal time like when you're looking for houses or right before closing. I, I usually ask right after closing because they're excited about the property or right after, you know, right after if, if I've listed their house, right after the home sells, you know, because they're typically really happy to, to have moved on with their lives. So, and Zillow makes it really easy to send out a request for the review. So I'll send out the email request through the Zillow system and then. Um, just give my client a call or a text saying, you know, can you please give me a give me a review? It would really mean a lot to me. And very few people that I've that I've gone and asked haven't done that.
0: Wow! And then they can just click a link that you include in the text, and then
1: just... exactly. Well, no, it's uh, just through Zillow's system. You just send an email through your through your agent webpage.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure that gives them. The direct link, so they could go right there, boom. Yeah, and, and, exactly. Yeah, they,
1: play, yeah. they write a, a quick review, and it's 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 easy. And and I think, from what Zillow tells me as well, the, the reviews are the most important thing for driving leads to to their to the agents a lot more so than number of past sales.
0: Now, reviews are huge. I mean, I really think that you know I can tell you firsthand. My wife just hired a contractor, and she, you know, we had several referrals, and she didn't use them because they didn't have zillow they didn't have reviews on you know Yelp or Google reviews and uh she hired some contractors that had you know like 12 reviews all raving fans you know she recognized some of the last names of people in the area who had used them and and, and that's how she made her decision is is on the reviews so they're huge now is there a reason that you went to zillow versus Trulia, Realtor. dot com. I know even some people are are starting to use Yelp for agent reviews. Why did you uh, choose Zillow?
1: Well, Zillow is nice, especially now uh, since they bought Trulia. We, you know, if you're a Zillow advertiser, at least in our market here, we're showing up on both Zillow and Trulia for the time being. But you know, Zillow to me, at the time when I when I started advertising, and it's been, I want to say you know at least 4 years since i've been on zillow it was just the most recognizable name when i when i think of a consumer site zillow always pops into my mind first and it wasn't that that realtor.com or homes.com weren't enticing as well but zillow was just first in my mind so there wasn't really much thought to it other than other than this seems like the best place for or the most popular place where consumers go to search.
0: Yeah, well, and and the search engines are are that much stronger. I mean, at the end of the day, you could create your own site and, and pay thousands, tons of money for search engine optimization or you could just piggyback along with Zillow on on all the money they're spending to show up on the top of list. I mean, when you type in an address, generally they're going to be one of the top that just pop up if not the first one. So
1: Well, yeah, and the thing about them that makes them so attractive is that, you know, a lot of the websites and when you're doing your own website and trying to capture clients through that, a lot of times you have to force them into registration and they a lot of times don't want to be contacted with Zillow. They're actually putting in their information and they want you to contact them on a specific property. So our, you know, the conversion off of Zillow is, is drastically higher than when I've generated leads from, from my own website or um, for other, you know, through other online mediums.
0: And you, and you know what? I think the the consumer can feel like they trust you because they kind of know a little story on you. And they also know that there's massive leverage In that review, like if you're a crook and you have 45 reviews that are all five stars, it's not going to take much for them to ruin you. And I think Mm -hmm. that if they know that, then you're going to provide massive amounts of service to them because you don't want them to do that. It's kind of like the old saying, if you don't have anything, you don't have anything to lose. But if you have 45 reviews, you got a lot to lose.
1: Yeah, just a few bad ones can really, I mean, it it can have such a drastic impact. So, yeah, I mean, it's you're really putting yourself out there as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about you going out on your own. Why did you decide to create your own independent company?
1: Well, I've got to give a lot of credit to my business partner. His name is Drake Dolly, and he actually branched off a few months before I did, and then I wanted to come join him. And act as the broker with New Leaf. So he he had the idea. I came along as the broker, and we're you know we're we're uh, equal partners in the business. And really, it wasn't. I, I was with one of the one of the big internationally you know most recognized brokerages for most of my career, and it wasn't anything that that really drove me away. It was that I really wanted a challenge and a change, and I want to you know over the years try to grow New Leaf Realty into and to a brand that's recognizable in the San Diego area. And so, I mean, that's, that's my goal going into the future is to do that. So it, it was more out of for the fun of it and for the challenge of it.
0: Cool, cool. Okay, so uh, let's talk about a couple things. First of all, I want to talk about the market in San Diego, California. Given the choice, right, buyer's market, seller's market, or equilibrium, which one do you choose where you are at today?
1: It's a seller's market from the perspective of, of, well, from the point of view, there's just there's not that much inventory. Our inventory is still so low here. At the end of last year, our inventory was the lowest I had ever seen, and you would you ex- you would expect that towards the end of last year, but we've ever never actually exceeded exceeded that number for all of 2016 and it's just it speaks to, to how quickly homes are selling and as much as prices keep rising and sellers keep asking more and more there are still buyers out there willing to pay their price so oh. it's definitely a seller's market although I have noticed a change in the number of days on the market and um, that it's increasing over the last month or two so I think we might might move into more of an equilibrium and and balanced market as we continue on with this year, but it it still is a seller's market.
0: Okay. And then the housing values, would you say 2007 levels above 2007 or below?
1: It's above in a lot of zip codes.
0: By how much like percentage wise you think?
1: I would say anywhere from, from equal to 10% above for most of the zip codes. Okay.
0: So you've creeped above the peak, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What do you predict? What you think you're bubble-esque or you think it's they're going to continue?
1: I think we've got better metrics in our market now. We've got, you know, from the standpoint of you've got, you've got a lot more qualified buyers who have purchased homes since things crashed. And the thing that, that does scare me is, the number of low down payment loan programs that are out there that help buyers, you know, the the VA program is obviously a fantastic program for helping veterans get into homes, but when when you get in and after you pay your VA funding fee and buy with nothing down, you've immediately got negative equity in your home. So if you do need a quick sale, you're coming out of pocket to do that. I think the thing that's insulated some of these Buyers over the last three, four years is the fact that the market's gone up so much, so most people do have equity in their homes. I mean, I think well, everyone's got equity in their home that's bought in the last five or six, seven years. But if things really did take a turn, yeah, I could see those buyers who who bought over the last year or two and they use some of the low, low down payment programs, they could be in a bit of trouble.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's always been like that with the VA. I mean, and that's why they charge extra monies to, to insure them suckers because, uh, you know, nothing's changed yeah. with that. But at, but they do limit the amount you could spend and, and that sort of thing, which is a good thing. So let's talk about the luxury market. Would you say that is hot or uh, or cold?
1: I would say that's a little cooler. The market where, you know, where the things are just flying off the shelves are, for my area, which is on the, I guess a little bit east of downtown San Diego, places are hot, and say anything on anything under about seven hundred thousand dollars is gonna is gonna sell really quickly if it's if it's a decent property. When you get over a million, the the average time on market definitely increases, and that's where I've seen most of the softening in our market is the over a million dollar price.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Uh, let's talk a little bit about technology here. So, what phone app? Are you excited about that you're using now?
1: Um, I knew you're going to catch me at this question. I think the thing I'm most excited about is my yellow legal pad <laughs> in my briefcase.
0: Oh my goodness! Because quite honestly, so you still carry point. a briefcase, huh? I do, yeah. <laughs> with a fax machine in it.
1: <laughs> well, sometimes. I mean, I have to take the bigger briefcase if I'm going to fit the fax machine. But. No, it's funny. I right when I started, right when I started selling, I started working with a with a coach, consultant. And uh I mean, I think that's the that's the thing that's helped me grow my business more than anything else. And his name for your audience, his name is Don Cunningham and he's helped me immensely. And he recommends
0: but, carrying like the old school briefcase and popping it up. Oh, he's
1: kind of an old school guy and uh he said, you know, I was trying to figure out what kind of technical solution to to just go through my, my task list every day and he said, you know, why don't you just start writing it down on a on a legal pad? And so I've done it ever since and I've got stacks and stacks of these things that I've gone through and I, I mean it's I, I plan my day the evening before every single every single working day of my life and it's helped me out more than anything.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I still use the old uh, Franklin Covey technique, which is, you know, you write out your list on a piece of paper, and then you put A, B, C next to each one, A being due right away, B doing maybe due by the end of the day, and C being maybe due by the end of the week, and, and, and that always works great, and, and whether you put it in Evernote or you put it on a, a piece of paper, I love that. Now, what I'll do that you do differently is I'll, I'll throw it away at the end of the day and, and start a new one, you know. Mm -hmm. you just like saving them huh
1: yeah just for fun I, i can't i can't say that i look look at them after i've used them but but you know i'll if i if i've got things that haven't gotten completed that day for some reason it moves on to the next day's list so i've just got a good a good record of everything i've you know ever done in real estate since 2010 if i ever actually want to go look through it but it, it keeps me organized and on track and it's my tool that I've latched on to. And I mean, that's, that's been the biggest thing that's helped me more than anything else.
0: Hmm. Fascinating. Fascinating. So you've done a lot of flips. Uh, you've bought a lot of properties. You've seen some dogs. There's some flips in your area. You're working with investors. What's the, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in a house?
1: Uh, let me think, you know, a few years back I had this, this house, it was this short sale and we had it in escrow forever. The thing wouldn't close. And so the sellers had moved along. I was representing the buyer. Utilities were off. Um, we had to get the water and electrical turned on for our inspection. And so it had been vacant for over a year since utilities were on. So we go the day of the inspection. We get the we get everything turned on. We turn the water on. The water starts to fill up in the toilet. And I'm standing there with my client, this little... Uh, new york woman who's who's tough and so the water starts filling in the toilet and this giant rat jumps out of the toilet from down in the bowl onto the floor and runs by both of us and i screamed like a girl and (laughs) didn't face her at all we closed escrow in the house you know a month later whatever it was but yeah she she didn't she didn't care whatsoever that a rat just crawled out and almost ran over our feet and i was i was freaking out
0: oh my god in the toilet of all places
1: and now that now that we're thinking about rats, I actually, my one of my first flips I ever did, I was in there and and we had taken all the can lights out, except for the housing around them. And I look up and I, I think this is a like a black wire hanging down, and it's a toasted rat that had got into the light. Jeez. Years so, for whatever reason, I've uh I've got these uh these rats following me around to the to the houses that I'm that I'm buying.
0: Yeah. I just got back from Vietnam and um we went I remember one night we went to a five-star dinner and it was allegedly a very fancy place and uh one of the guys I was with went to the bathroom and he said on his way to the bathroom you know like a dishwasher walked out of the kitchen and two rats ran out uh <laughs> from the kitchen and this is after <laughs> we ate you know so uh, you know nobody got sick but man they're everywhere yeah <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Well, John, let's wrap this up with our flagship question. And that is this. And I'm going to pose this as a single agent, no team, because that's what you are. And that's what uh, the the listeners listening that are single agents with no team uh, can get the most out of this. Everybody can get the most out of this question. But let's say I took you and I took nine other solo agents, right? And I put you all on an island. Now this isn't a desert island. There's there's people there. They're 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 buying and selling all kinds of things, including real estate. Um, and I put you in a contest where whoever sells the most amount of houses every week stays, and whoever sells the least amount of houses every week gets thrown off the island. And so we got nine weeks, and every week someone gets thrown off for selling doing the worst, selling the least amount. Uh, I give you each a. $2,000, I give you each a laptop, I give you each a cell phone. What is John going to do to sell the most houses to make sure he wins his game uh, and doesn't get thrown off the island?
1: Well, I don't think for $2,000 I could make myself better looking, so that's not going to come into play. But, uh, you know, in all honesty, it's all about relationships. And, you know, where I've seen my business keep growing and growing is is through those past clients and through the people that I've met along the way so I would go and knock on every door that I could and I would ask other agents who are doing business if I could do open houses for them and I would just try to you know with, with such a limited budget there um, you really don't have enough to put into any sort of lead generation tool or anything like that but I think the good old-fashioned going out and meeting people is more effective than anything else anyway
0: so you would just go bang on doors, basically. You door knock,
1: knock on doors, and I think uh, I think the open house thing is huge. If you're, if you're, you know, I think a lot of agents look at an open house like you're you're stuck at a house and, and uh, you're going to put in put in your time for a few hours. But if you actually start trying to talk to people and and getting to know them as they're coming in, I've just met so many great clients through open houses. And the more I've really tried to push myself to talk with them and ask them what their needs are and how I can help them and then start sending them properties if they didn't like my property and having a good handle on what the market is like around the house where you're doing an open house. If you can provide people with good pertinent information, even if it's not on the property that you're at, um, it's, it's a great way to get clients that I've seen work over and over for me.
0: Okay, and, and and I'm guessing you take the two grand and you plop it down on a zip code, one zip code, for Zillow.
1: So the two grand isn't is is that cutting into my food budget? Because I probably <laughs> no. I probably use that to eat. No. Uh, no, you know, with with uh, you know, going back to Zillow a little bit, the the time that it's taken to to build that online presence, um, it's taken quite a bit of time. So, I wouldn't feel comfortable putting all that money into a, a Zillow or any other tool like that and seeing a quick return i would um, you know I'd probably use the money for for open houses and making making it appealing for. Um, for the people that are going to walk through it because I think that would go milk I think that and would cookies. Go farther. <laughs> yeah milk and cookies
0: love it love it well listen John this has been great uh, best of luck to you in San Diego everything that John talked about today we're going to put on hybendigital.com backslash john lieber l-i-e-b-e-r John thanks so much again for coming on and best of luck to you
1: thank you for having me Pat
0: This episode is brought to you by Bluehost. Check this out. If you have a website you want to host or are already hosting and are probably paying too much, they have disrupted the world when it comes to hosting things inexpensively and efficiently. As little as $3.95 a month and you get a free domain name. They host over 2 million websites worldwide. Check it out, uh, listeners to this show. Very inexpensive and efficient. They can get a free domain. So I got a coupon for a free domain for you. Just go to host.hybendigital.com. That's host.hybendigital.com. Over 2 million websites hosted worldwide by Bluehost.